Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. and created everything and if we believe that we are made in his image then what's the logical progression what comes next boys and girls in the line if we're made in his image and he's the creator we can create we also are creative in who we are in everything that we are so boys and girls can you get a blank piece of paper there's some paper up here and some pens. If you haven't already get, got one, I've got a little task for you. Oh, hang on. Did I say boys and girls? Sorry, I meant everybody. Everybody. You should all have a blank piece of paper on or under your chair and a pen or a pencil of some description. When you've got one, can you wave it up? Wave it up? I would love it if everyone could please get one. Everybody. Youth, boys and girls... Mums and dads, grandmas, grandpas, all these youngies, everybody in between. Piece of paper and a pen. If you haven't, can you put your hand up? You haven't, Rowan, do you want to get one from there? Down from the front. Okay, have we got one? Okay, now with your pen and your paper, do not panic. This is not a best picture competition. We are not going to rank everybody's drawings in order of ability from the the scribblest to the most incredible Sam Hubbard work of art over at this side or Tash Debnam over at this side. This is not to compare. This piece of paper, I would in fact encourage you not even to show it to the person next to you. This piece of paper is only for your eyes and for God's eyes, okay? Just for you and God. Boys and girls, this picture is for you and for God. So we're just going to spend literally a couple of minutes in a second, okay? I would like you to draw or write or create something that shows what an expression of joy is to you. Joy. Joy. And I want you, in a minute, I'm just going to pray to partner with God in this moment. Now, you might just draw something really obvious and quick, but I want you to spend a few, few seconds out of these couple of minutes just asking God, God, what do you want to show me? What can I draw or write? And I would love you to try at least and have one mark, one word, or even more. If you love writing songs, write a little tiny mini song. If you love to draw, draw. If you don't love any of those things, just try. Just give it a go. The children earlier, when we get them to do something, they maybe spend a few seconds going, I don't know what to draw. And then immediately they're there doing it. There's freedom for them. So we're going to start in a second. Okay, Father God, I pray that you would come now. Holy Spirit, I pray that every ear would be open. 
I pray that our hands would be ready to create. And I pray that we would have our ears ready to listen to you and our hearts. What would you show us? What does joy look like between me and you, God? I pray that you'll help everyone in these couple of minutes just to to feel your presence with them and to hear your voice. So I'll stop talking in a second. I would really encourage you, please don't chat with people around you. Please keep this moment, a holy moment, as quiet as possible. Of course, those of you with kids, we've got grace, I've got kids. (laughs) But let's try as much as possible just to have some quiet and peace as we do this. Sorry, I realised that wasn't very much time. Some of you probably could go on for hours. Some of you, that might have been more than long enough. What I want you to do with that piece of paper is to fold it, pop it somewhere to take home. And I would love you to look at that later or in this week and try and find some time to just go deeper with that, to go deeper with that exercise. It's a bit like your homework. I wonder how you felt during that. Put your hand, but be honest, really honest, please here. Put your hand up if you enjoyed it and you, and you enjoyed doing that. Okay? Yeah. Put, put your hand up if you find that easy to do. A few, yeah, yeah, quite a few of you. Put your hands up if you didn't like that activity at all. Yeah? Yeah? 
Yeah. Okay. Lots of in the middles. Put your hands up if you find that boring. Yeah. That, no, that's, I want honesty. That's what you want. Put your hands up if you find that hard and challenging. Yeah. Put your hands up if you, that brought you an, an element of fear or anxiety doing that. Yeah, not many of you. Some of you. Yeah, okay. I think it's interesting because it's not something we often do unless you think of yourself as creative, is it? Put your hands up. I love putting hands up. Sorry. Put your hands up if you think of yourself. And aside from the beginning of God in God's image, what I've said to you, if I was to ask you before that introduction and say to you, do you think of yourself as creative? Put your hand up if you think of yourself as someone who is creative. Wow, that is a lot of creativity in our church, isn't it? That's amazing. Put your hands up if you didn't think of yourself as creative before I gave my introduction this morning at least. Okay, great, great. Okay, and I think, that's, I think our church is actually, there's a lot more people in our church than in lots of places that would consider themselves creative and I love that. And I think part of that is that it's been so celebrated in our church for years and years and years, that creativity. But I would love to see all of us reawakened in our creativity. Those who think of yourselves as creative and those of you who don't. Because you might think this just a kind of, this is something that I'm passionate and excited about. And we're doing in church, we're doing our Things I Didn't Learn at School series. And this is part of hands, what we are making and making, creating with our hands and how we're serving God in that way. And you might think, unless I am a creative by profession or have an amazing skill or talent in that area, what have I got to contribute, as Becca was speaking last week, in a creative sense? But what I would encourage you to do is just look at God and say, what do you want me to create? What do you want me to do? Because it might reawaken something in you. For me, it's something creating with God is the thing that brings me so much joy. But for years, I told myself, I'm not creative. I'm not creative because I'm not necessarily, I'm not an artist. I'm not. That's okay. But I told myself, I'm not creative. Do you know, when we tell ourselves we're not creative, that says to God, I don't believe who you say I am. Because we are all creative and have got so much to bring to the table. I'm going to quote Madeleine Lengel, who I love, who wrote this book, Walking on Water, which is all about creativity. It says, the artist, meaning the person who creates, not painting artist, is not a consumer as our commercials are just to be. An artist is a nourisher and a creator who knows that during the act of creation, there is collaboration. We do not create alone. The discipline of creation, be it to paint, compose or write, is an effort toward wholeness. That's from her book, Walking on Water. And I think that's amazing. So in creating, we partner with God. And sometimes we can hear his voice in a way that nothing else brings that in. It can be an opportunity to really listen to what he's saying to you. So I would encourage you to have some fun with this this week or this next month and see what God wants to say to you. What did the child you love doing? What did the child you enjoy? Did you enjoy painting, making things out of clay, climbing trees, playing with your toys? Did you enjoy um, wrestling with your brother? What did you enjoy? What What were the things that you really loved and brought joy? Because that is part of who you are. That is part of who you are. And actually, I would say that God wants to reawaken some of those things in us. And looking at the Bible, right? So that's what we want to do. I wanted this talk to make sure it was properly rooted and grounded, not just me saying, go and paint a picture, because that's not really what I'm saying. The Bible is literally, and I mean literally, full, 
from front to back with creativity. Full. How God speaks to us, His people, is so ridiculously, crazily creative, isn't it? How He spoke to people in the Bible involved that person's taking a risk to listen and some of what God said to them probably sounded absolutely crazy. Look at Noah, right? I was thinking about Noah this morning and thinking and looking a little bit and it says all we know about Noah before he built the ark, well we knew a bit about his family lineage and we knew that Noah was a righteous man and the really important bit here is Noah walked with God. It says that in in the Bible it says Noah walked with with God. What if Noah had been too busy to walk with God? What if Noah had been walking with God, kind of, but not really listening? What God told Noah to do, could that have been more creative? Make an ark, even though you don't live near the sea. A massive boat. Noah had to be ready to listen to God to every single tiny detail of that ark and then to bring all the animals onto the ark in the way that God told them to do. If that's not creativity, wow. I don't know whether Noah thought of himself as somebody who could do that or whether he was just obedient. For me, the creative process is the walking with God, the listening and then the bringing something into existence that wasn't there before. That's what Noah did. That's what God did. That's what God did. It's who he was. He brought something, earth, creation, into existence that wasn't there before. That's what God calls us to do. Bring something into existence that isn't there already. Now, I would love you to try creative expressions. Dance in your kitchen, in your bedroom with the door shut. Sing. Try it. Just just start singing to God. Write draw, paint because in that process God can do so much but also in your words like, like Alana was saying about be creative in your friendships be creative where you're at where you are be creative in your jobs whether it looks like the least creative job on earth or whether it's the most obviously creative job if you're in the most obviously creative job partner with God in that creating don't just do something really cool Partner with God in doing the something really cool. Abby Seddy makes everything, we often, a lot of the things we see, my, my lovely slides, I just sent her a very boring, can you put this in a slide? And then she makes it look really pretty and, and she does all of that. That's her job, but you bring God into your creativity. If you are um, a cleaner or a painter, like a decorator, or you work in a supermarket, or you're a mum, or um, or you work, I don't know, a builder, or whatever you do, you can bring God creatively into that. You can use your mouth and your words to create, to bring something into existence. The word, the, the the tongue, our words have power to bring what? Or Life or death? To bring death, you destroy something. Your words have power to destroy. Or, or your words have power to bring something into existence. What if we partner with God with our words, in our creativity, in our speech, in our prayer, as Becca was saying, 
in our prayer, as Becca was saying, if we look at a situation before us and just say what it looks like and get stuck there, that's not creative. It's just saying what we see. What if we were creative in our prayers? I see sickness and I see depression, but my words are going to bring life and bring something into existence. So with my words, I bring, I'm going to speak death over that depression and I'm going to speak life over fullness of joy. Can you speak, think, pray creatively? We all can. And what better way to do it than with the creator himself? What better way to do it than with the creator himself? John 1 verses 1 to 2. Speaking of Jesus. Now use the term, uses the word word, but he's speaking of Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Jesus was there at the start. He created, he spoke into existence. God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit spoke into existence. What can we speak into existence? Now, just really, really, really quickly, because I've not got much time. I just want to talk about the actual creative process. And here I am talking about music, dance, art, those things. My job before this was as a children's mentor at a primary school. I was a one-to-one children's mentor. So what that meant was that children were referred to seeing me and Pippa Harsin was also a colleague. There was the two of us together. Children were referred to see us for a number of reasons. And we were there to create a safe space within school for these kids to talk, to help them process their emotions, to help them process what they were walking through in life. But at the end of the day, we were there to love. That was it. We were there to love these kids. One boy in particular <clears throat> uh, lost his dad suddenly. Uh, the little boy was um, six or seven. And this, this rocked the whole community. His dad died, all suddenly died. And then he was referred to come and see me. I am not a qualified bereavement counsellor. And I felt really overwhelmed by this. Because I thought, oh, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I do the wrong thing? And God said to me, just be, be a safe space for him and love him. So I would build a relationship with him and spend time building a relationship, making that a safe space and giving him permission and saying to him, when you're ready to talk, if you're ready to talk, I'm here. And you can be as angry as you like and you can be as sad as you like and you can be as okay as you feel on that day too. And I'm here and I, and I will love you whatever. And so this boy never wanted to speak about it. Occasionally we'd speak of a memory of his dad, but he loved to make. And one day I got all the paint out with him no instructions, just off you go, paint. And he created this beautiful scene like a child would make. Bright colours, space, rockets, stars, moons, everything, all of this picture. And then he covered it with black. Every tiny bit of colour. And in, and that day, his demeanour changed. It was as if everything that was inside just went... And he did that same picture with different things underneath for weeks and weeks. And he would come in, we'd have a smile and a chat, and he would run to the art cupboard. He's the only child to let just help himself, get everything out, put it on the table. And he would go into this zone where he would just go like this. And then he would spend time intricately working some of his pictures as well. And then he would paint it over in black. And after months of this, and I knew something was happening in him, he started after painting the black using the end of the paintbrush, the other end, and he would put lines in it so that you could see the light and the picture coming back. 
And then he did that week after week and week after week, there was more of the picture. He did that with, he still painted it with black, but he let it in. If that is not power in creative process, what is? And I had another child who struggled with all kinds of things. I had a lot going on at home, a very disruptive home life. And I had a guitar, which I play terribly. <laughs> I can play three or four chords quite well. Can't strum very well. It's not, it's not a pretty sight. But I would just play and pluck, with, pluck the guitar with him. He would sing. And then he played. And then he, one day he said, can I play? I said, of course you can play. I said, I can't play. It doesn't matter. And every week he would sit with his head rested on the guitar. And I've never seen this child who had ADHD and loads going on at home be so still and so calm. And it was as if the connection is like nothing. We've got the most amazing Anna Horn sitting here. Uh, Anna Neal, sorry. I had to check myself. Anna Neal. Used to be Anna Horn many years ago. Um, Anna Neal, who's a play therapist. Um, now people might think, oh, play therapy is was it just jollying around with some toys. It's not. It's an expression. The children can express themselves in a way where they don't have the words through play. Play is creative. It's hugely creative. And through play, it gives them a tool that they don't have to explore how they feel. Do you think that the world has come up with all these amazing things? Do you think the world has come up with art therapy, music therapy, drama therapy, play therapy that work? That work, people? Do you think the world came up with that? No. God the Creator made us that way. So that when we create, we express what's in our hearts. The Bible, we listened to a talk about lamentations, didn't we, the other, um, the other day? And in lamentations, it's, it's poetry. <clears throat> and in there, in the poetry, it's, it's lament. That's sad. But it's a creative expression of the pain inside. So if you're here this morning, and when I said create something on joy, you thought that's the last thing I can do. That's all right. I've had times when I've had a subject matter that I've started writing about that is a happy, joyful subject. And I've been walking alongside a friend with alcoholism who has lost her kids. Um, and, and I can't write joy, lovely things. But in that process, I write how I feel and I write it and I write it. And God at the end brings it full circle. So I can go, but this is what I see. This is how I feel. This is what's going on. That's what you say. That's what you say. So I would just encourage you, God made us this way. These therapies are good and there's huge power. I've seen it. But what if we as Christians, as God's children, as God's creation made in his image, get hold of this and we start processing our own stuff like this? Get a Bible verse. Choose one that you want to do that about. Right, and then write about it. Draw, paint. And do you know what? I've got another one more slide. I'm going to race, race, race through it. Don't, sorry. Race through my last slide. Okay, some steps. I'm going to race through it. Pause, create space. We have to create space for this. It won't just come along. Don't watch Netflix one night. I love Netflix. Don't watch Netflix one night. Do this with your family. Create space. Pray. Ask God to partner with you and lead you. That's really important. That's what makes it different to ask God to partner with you. Ponder. Listen to his voice. Make space for him before you start. What does he want to say to you? Play. Have fun. Cry. Laugh. Connect with God. Connect with him who's made us this way. 
create a mess or a masterpiece. It does not matter. Creating can be a moment with your maker and who doesn't want that? If you want to look at Jesus and his creativity, that's a whole other talk. I've got it in here, but we definitely don't have time. But Jesus was as creative as it comes. Look at the miracles. Look at the parables. It says, where are we? Matthew 13, 34. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables, stories. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. It's who Jesus was. I imagine Jesus going into the wilderness to pray and God saying, oh, let's tell this story. And Jesus going, all right. That's, that's how I am with when Jesus tells me like little stories. I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> I love to imagine, I mean, maybe he didn't, but I'd love to imagine that, that Jesus made that space. And in that space, God said, let's tell this story. And that's how Jesus spoke. That's what he did. So let's try and be creative with who we are, with our words, with our lives. Bring something into existence that doesn't already exist. All right, I'm just going to pray. And can Ban, do you want to come up? Guys. All right. Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you that you are with us. Thank you. You never, ever, ever leave us. I pray that we would, that our creativity would be reawakened in each and every single person in this room. Those who find it hard or don't think it's there, may, may you help them find how to express that. It doesn't have to look the same as somebody else's. Lord, I pray that you'll help us to never compare what we do with someone else. That we will just look to you and have ears to hear your voice. And God, I pray for those who are um, in pain or struggling today. May they find healing through you, of course, first and foremost, but may they use some of this process to help them grapple with all that they're going through and know you in, right in it with them. I pray that this church would continue to be marked by creativity, not just by those ones who are obvious, but by us all, by every single one, that our words would bring life and that we would see something new brought into existence. Amen.